Have you ever doubted your own self-confidence? Hmm. Being over 50, I'm not sure I can count all the times I have. Going through a divorce, questioning if I chose the right career after already devoting 10 years of my life to it, and then dating as a single mom. I'm not as young, maybe I don't look as pretty. The questions just keep coming. Whether it's self-doubt on our life choices or our surroundings or our appearance, it creeps in. Join us here as we share tips and stories of how to grow your own confidence inside and out with experts who have also experienced the highs and lows of self-confidence. I'm your host, Kelly Buckley, and this is the Beautifully Confident Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Beautifully Confident Podcast, where we're talking with women who may not have always felt beautifully confident and realized an area where they needed to grow their confidence to feel like the best version of themselves. And I here have Jennifer Wildgust with me today. Hi, how are you? Hi, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Let me share a little bit about Jennifer with you. She is the owner of Waxing the City in King of Prussia of Pennsylvania. And prior to taking ownership of the King of Prussia location, she was the regional manager for her brother and sister-in-law at three Waxing the City locations, Doylestown, North Wales, and Dresher. So she got her experience. So Jennifer, do you want to share your story with us? So we would love to hear maybe from a time that you didn't feel so beautifully confident to where you are today. Thank you so much, Kelly. I'm excited to share, uh, mostly because I know that so many inspirational stories are what kind of set me up for so much of where I am today. So my story kind of starts about nine years ago. We decided to put our house up on the market. We just kind of felt this nudge that it was time for change in our lives. And so our house sold really quickly and we threw caution to the wind and we eventually ended up moving about 30 minutes away from our house. And when we did that, I was in a space with littles kind of going off to elementary school that I just needed um, to do something for me. So as we moved, I kind of made a promise to myself that I would be open to new relationships, new opportunities, and not hold back, you know, out of fear and just kind of go with the flow. So we moved in and a couple months later, one of my neighbors, a new friend of mine had said, hey, Jen, I'm going to be joining this boot camp. Would you want to go with me? Like, I think you um, mistaked me. I'm not your boot camp kind of girl. In fact, I was like the last person in gym class to be asked to be like on the team, you know, when everybody stand up and say, hey, you know, who wants to be, you know, join the volleyball team there? I would sit, you know, waiting to be chosen and you could see on their face, like, seriously, I have to have Jen on my team. So it was a place that I was extremely, like my confidence was extremely low um, in the area of fitness. So long story short, I went back to that space where I had pre-decided that I was going to be open to new opportunities and decided to lean into that yes, even though I did not think boot camp was on the horizon. So long story short, I went to boot camp. And the best thing is that I joined a group of women that were extremely encouraging. I was hands down the least physically fit of all the ladies. In fact, they would like run double the mileage that I could run, but they were patient and, you know, waited for me and did not, never made me feel less. And so that inspired me to keep pushing, keep pushing. And long story short, I ended up gaining miles and growing my endurance 
by a couple months later, I decided I was going to sign up for my first half marathon, which ended up happening nine months after I started boot camp, and then ended up in my uh, second half marathon, wondering if I actually had a marathon in me. And so a total of about 18 months after starting boot camp, I ran my first marathon and proceeded to run two more after. Congratulations. That's an awesome feat. (laughs) I did that pretty slowly. uh, But I will say the 26-week marathon training journey, it wasn't as much about running the marathon as it was about the 26 weeks leading up to the marathon. The growth that took place within me is has been life-changing and ultimately is what has me sitting in the ownership position at Wax in the City. That saying yes to something that was so completely outside of my confidence and outside of my comfort zone has enabled me to see that maybe there's possibility in areas, in other areas that I would have never dreamed possible because I just said yes to something one time, you know, once. For sure. So after listening to your story, a question that comes to mind for me is, what were you feeling or what was the the trigger that made you say to yourself, I need to start saying yes to more things? I think for me, as my kids started, my identification of my identity became my kids for a period of time. And so as they started to go off to school, I was almost left feeling empty. You know, like as Jen, I I didn't really know who I was and what I wanted to be when I grew up, you know, kind of thing. And so I I just felt like I was either going to lose myself in that process or I could gain, you know, more of me. And so I think the relocation and the moving was a physical way to experience change. But just that openness in that process to saying, as I step into this new geography, I'm also going to step into new emotional spaces as well. Wow, that is a great awareness. And for our listeners listening, I am sure there are a lot of women out there that identify with as your kids move to the next step, as they move to the next age in life, the next thing they're going to do. Are you left feeling empty? And is it time for you to start saying yes to more things? So, wow, what bravery, Jen. And then now can you take us through your journey with deciding to be an owner of your own waxing the city? 100%. So as uh, in that marathon training process of 26 weeks, I actually had a lot of internal insight as to how training up for a marathon did impact someone who was also building a business. You know, as you build a business, it doesn't have this like steady timeline as with running. You know, so there are really, really hard days with running days that you just totally want to quit and say that this isn't worth it. But what I consistently learned is that those hard days actually were preparing me for the best day that was coming. Like my body was kind of hitting a lull because it was actually building strength. And so, you know, when you build a business and you hit those, you know, downturns, now I'm kind of like, okay, this is part of the journey. I can expect the same thing to happen with the business as I would with running, that a bad day means that we're all growing and something better is coming next. So that was one of the core principles that I learned through the marathon training. I also learned to make sure that I have a really good support system, which is really important. So I also am the managing director of the Montgomeryville chapter of Polka Dot Powerhouse. And, you know, like I said about my boot camp girls, and then eventually my group of running friends that we, that I was part of for a long, long time, I could not have done what I did without them because when I felt that I didn't have the confidence in within me, they showed up 
and fed me the confidence that I needed. And then I in turn gave that to them when they were having a bad day. Like we just never seemed to all have a bad day at the same, same time. So we leaned into each other. And that's similar to my experience with Polkadot Powerhouse. As I was saying yes to becoming owner of this business and I was ready to, you know, say, oh my gosh, I don't know about this. And I had doubts and fears and worries. That's when my Polkadot sisters were there to say, no way, Jose, we are not letting you say no to yourself. Like you can do this and you can have all the support and not say yes to moving forward. And so I would encourage anyone that's listening that you are a representation of, you know, your five, 10 closest people that you engage with on a regular basis. And so make sure that you're surrounded with people who are helping you to become more confident, who are helping you to become a better version of yourselves because otherwise you're not going to get a chance to experience some of this stuff because some of it we just cannot do on our own. We need that support system. I needed a small business attorney. I needed a coach that took the crazy out of my head when I was, um, you know, really doubting myself and, you know, and just solid friendships who I knew were going to give me advice because they, they love and care about me. And so um, having that connection with my polka dot sisters really was impactful. And then I would say the third thing is, as I trained for the first marathon, I found myself really overanalyzing every move that I made. <laughs> I have oh always been an overanalyzer. So like Saturday night, as I was preparing for like a 14 mile run on Sunday, I would find myself thinking, did I drink enough? Did I eat enough? Did I eat too much? Was I overhydrated, underhydrated? Oh my gosh, I better go to sleep. Now I'm thinking about sleeping, so now I'm not sleeping. 14 miles, am I really going to be able to run 14 miles? These were the, you know, things that were running through my head every weekend as I prepared to do my long runs. But when I decided to do marathon number two, I decided to adopt what I call a parking lot pep talk for myself. And so I would not allow myself to think about any other aspect of what I had to do that weekend, except driving to the parking lot. And so I adopted this philosophy for myself that if I just literally got in my car and I drove to meet my friends, those supportive, encouraging, like-minded women, that I would somehow run whatever miles were on my plate for that day. And so every time that fear would overcome the process of moving into leadership as an owner of a business, I would just go, you just show up to the parking lot, just show up to that parking lot, do that five second, you know, just do it because the overanalyzation isn't going to get us anywhere. And so I'm so thankful that journey prepared me with, you know, skills and things to, to help make this process work. Cause I, I probably would have quit a hundred times over in the three <laughs> and a half months to get to here. Wow. Those are some great nuggets. I love hearing as women, we need to, actually all people need to, but definitely women need to connect with like-minded women for the support. I think especially as as we grow and get older, we tend to lose those childhood friends. And then we, you know, we evolve to the choice of who are we going to surround ourselves with? So, mm -hmm. oh, so important. Yes. And the parking lot pep talk. I love that. <laughs> Just get yourself to the parking lot. <laughs> Exactly. It's literally, it's that <laughs> threshold, you know, that door. So for some people saying, you know what, I'm going to try a Brazilian service for the first time. I'm very scared. It's a very, you know, 
it can feel very intimidating to decide to do that. And so it's just crossing, showing up to our parking lot even, and crossing that threshold and being willing to trust their service provider. And they always leave saying like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did that. But it took just getting here and walking through that threshold. And I think sometimes that's our biggest hurdle is just showing up for ourselves, you know, figuratively or physically. Absolutely. So let's move on over to your business. And I can hear the passion in you being a business owner as well. So can you share a little bit about the services that you offer and why you feel they're important for women to feel more confident about themselves? Uh, 100%. So I did not come into Waxing the City with a background in the beauty industry. I myself need a ton of handholding when it comes to my own beauty, you know, schedules and, and that sort of thing. So I love that I can lean into my team professionals to help me on my own personal journey to feeling better about myself. Um, even three years later, they're still teaching me things. And I love that. And so what I found is there is so much confidence to be had in the services that Wax in the City offers because it, it starts with the time that you spend in the room. The staff um, and the team members that we have are really high energy, encouraging, very personal. We have longer service times at Wax in the City so that we have time to really listen and get to know you and make sure that we're meeting your needs, educating you where you need in terms of how to get the best outcome from your services. And just to know that you've got someone alongside of you for your own beauty journey. And so for me, it's funny because you know, my brother opened his first Waxing the City Studio and someone has only ever gotten her eyebrows waxed. I decided to get my legs waxed. Um, I was like, I hate shaving. So I'm going to go and try out that service. And very quickly, what I realized was that my confidence in a bathing suit that I thought maybe was influenced by uh, my weight or, you know, I didn't know what it was, but here all along, it was the hair on the back of my legs. So I recalled a moment in high school where we had shown up to Jordan Park, I think it was, and one of my friends said to me, hey, Jen, you missed a line. And I turned around and I saw this nice line of black hair down the back of my legs. And somehow that has stuck with me. And so I've always been extra sensitive to making sure that every hair is removed. And when you wax, you can have a whole lot more confidence than with the window with the razor in your own hand. And so I love that I feel so much better in summer clothes than I ever have when I choose to do some of the body services. In terms of facial services, I've got my lashes are getting lighter as I'm aging and I'm losing some of my eyebrows. Crazy um, that that happens as you age. But getting a tint for my lashes or my eyebrows you know, just makes me feel more put together. And I'm not someone who loves a long beauty routine in the morning. And so this makes it really easy for me just to add some lipstick and out the door, go looking like I've got mascara on and having nice brows with a little bit more definition in the tinting. So it's so much fun that, you know, I'm here in a space where I can feel more confident, but I love, love, love that we get to show up and be that for our guests, that when guests walk in the door, people are my oxygen. I don't know if you hear that in my voice, but I love people. So every day I get to come somewhere where people are going to show up and I just get to love on them and have fun engaging and interacting with them. So this has been one of the greatest opportunities over the last three years. It's crazy. Wow, that's awesome. So do you offer other services outside of waxing? You mentioned the lash tint and the brow tint. Any other services that you do that you feel like, you know, women just need to hear about? 
100, yes, for sure. We um, also do a brow henna, so it doesn't just tint follicles of your hair. It also uh, puts a little bit of pigment on the skin behind your follicles. So if you're looking for a much more defined brow, um, it is such a great service. And also the colors that are available through the henna process can be more customized to be in line with your hair color and your skin color, which is great. Uh, we also do a lash lift. Uh, which takes your natural lashes and elongates them and curls them while also tinting them. And so that is absolutely amazing. Like I just have the brow, the lash tint done, but, you know, having that extra curl really does, you know, impact your overall look. Um, so we do that. We also offer enhancements. So you can get a manicure, which is a facial for your bikini area. It's really great for your skin, helps reduce ingrowns. And we also offer other facial, like a, ma a face mask, eye mask, hand mask, foot mask that you can add on during your services as well with an incredible product line called Patchology. I literally did the hydration face mask on Saturday and all weekend long, I kept thinking, oh my gosh, your, the circles under your eyes have disappeared. And so I was, you know, really glad that this uh, mask made me feel so much better all weekend long. That's great. The elongating your lashes sounds like an interesting thing. Awesome. So great. The henna also sounds interesting for your brows because what triggered to my mind, because you had mentioned as we get older, we start to lose some brows. Uh, they also start to turn gray. So does that help with that a little bit? 100%. The, um, the tinting really helps to mask the gray. So which is good for your lashes and your brows as well. So for sure, you know, a lot of people do like to pencil in their brows. So it takes that, you know, step out of your beauty routine if you come in monthly for either a henna or a lash tint. But the nice thing is our serologist, our wax specialist will help, you know, you to figure out which of those two services might be a better fit for you and your brows in particular. I did forget to mention, we also do brow lamination, which does um, help to lay your brows in a more defined look. And it's also a great treatment for your brows as well. And so it was interesting, those like more sparse spaces, actually, I felt like my brows almost doubled when I did the brow lamination. So huh. it, it's amazing what they can do. That's interesting. Huh, very neat. So I have one more question for you. Sure. So you've accomplished so much since you made that decision. And that is, that's awesome. And so is there a dream that you maybe haven't realized yet that you're looking forward to in life? That is a great question. I'm kind of still living expectantly. I mean, I'm waiting for those opportunities to come. I would love to see how Waxing the City can be more of a blessing to our team. You know, we have sometimes young moms, um, sometimes single moms that are looking to start a career in aesthetics or cosmetology and would love to do waxing. But I dream big of, you know, maybe wax in the city could have reduced housing costs, you know, like maybe we can have, you know, a space where they can build and grow their career while also taking care of their little one. You know, as you start out and you're building that book of business, it doesn't happen overnight. It may take three to six months to really build a solid, you know, baseline of income. And so during that season, you know, it can be very scary to make sure that you're making ends meet. And so I'd love to see how Waxing the City can bless our team in the long run as we continue to grow ourselves. So that's something that kind of came to mind. And I'm like, I'm kind of open to whatever, the, wherever the path leads, I'm going to show up to whatever parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So since you mentioned that, because you're, you're open to that and you're looking for that. So if someone's listening to this thinking, hmm, that might be something for me. 
So what are some steps that you would advise for someone who might be interested in a career in this? What would be some of the first steps for them to take? Absolutely. Feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to chat with you. We, across the region now that there's four of us, my brother's three locations and mine as well, we have had opportunities where we start somebody out in our studio coordinator role where they're serving in the front desk role, answering the phones, helping to schedule appointments, and they can be here in the studio while they're in school getting their certification. And it's nice because the team can help encourage and support them as they're learning and growing. We've got the tools here so they can get a chance to test run with each other as they're learning and growing, which is awesome. And kind of really decide, is this really what I want to do with this license? And no strings attached, but a space to evaluate that. So I'd be happy to chat through that and or put um, anyone in touch with one of our service providers so that they can talk to somebody directly in the industry and really see if this is something that they really do want to pursue. That's awesome. Thank you. And so can you share how our listeners can find you? And if you are driving at this moment and can't write it down, don't worry, they'll be in the show notes. But Jen, go ahead and share how our listeners can find you. You got it. So my last name is Wild Gust, like Wild Gust of Wind. So you can find, you can email me at jennifer.wildgust at waxingthecity.com. You could call the studio directly, Kenya Presha Waxing the City, or look me up on Facebook at Jen Wildgust. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Are there any other tips or anything that you feel on your heart that you would like to share? If you are stirring, If you are questioning, wondering, and there's this something inside of you saying to let go and let the journey happen, just let go. Have fun. It's not going to be easy, but I promise anything that is hard makes the celebration so much more worth it. 26 weeks of marathon training, crossing that finish line. Holy cow, did those tears come flying out of my eyes. I never would have dreamed that to be a possibility. But what I learned is all of the ebbs and flows and the hard days and the good days and all that it took over those 26 weeks, it was so worth it. So lean into the hard days. Don't look at them as a negative. Embrace them because they are so much a part of the journey that's going to get you into this most incredible space. I will tell you, one time a friend shared with me that the mountaintops, we're always seeking those mountaintop journeys and, and opportunities. But the fact is that the valley is where we get our oxygen. That's where the trees are. That's where life is. And that's where we're refreshed. So sometimes in those valleys of hard times is what's preparing us for that next mountaintop journey. So if you're feeling like you're in a valley, this could mean your next mountaintop is coming your way. I love that. Thank you, Jen. So if something did stir in you and you feel like, oh my gosh, I I need to reach out. It'll be in the show notes how you can reach out to Jen. If you are ready to start your journey, to start living your most beautifully confident life and create the life you love today. Thank you so much for being here, Jen. Um, And I do want to thank you for also being one of my launch partners being in one of our first episodes. If you want to catch Jen again, she's on episode number seven. Thank you so much, Jen. Thank you so much, Kelly. I'm so excited for you and your podcast journey. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review and share this with your friends. 
For more information about me and how I can support you in your beauty and confidence journey, visit my website at beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com.